And we have returned. <laughs> I, I probably should have taken that opportunity to, to empty my bladder as well. We'll see. I'm sure I'll be okay. <laughs> Rovendeer. Oh my gosh, your hubby fate and my, my, my sweetie pie star kitty is here too. <laughs> the same time. <laughs> both, both of our sweetie pies, like perfect timing. They must have, they must have uh, coordinated that via memo. <laughs> How are you, lovely Rovendeer? And the gamer Aries, I saw you were the first one in there. Uh, yes, we noted we saw. you. We noted you. Philip, Philip sees you. It doesn't matter what mm -hmm. angle you are, where you are at in the room, he will see you. <laughs> we are, we are great as well. At least I, I can yes. speak for myself. I am great. <clears throat> No worries. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much, Faith. <clears throat> so I figured today, since today is sort of a kind of a palate cleansing, sort of relaxing bandwidth and banter day, kind of just a, just, it, it's going to be literally a just chatting. And I figured to get us started, we can just kind of refresh everybody's memory about what's going on in the community, right? We can talk, yeah. kind of have a little bit of a community news chat, as it were. And, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and then we'll get into our philosophy, our techno-philosophy talk today. It's going to be quite intriguing. Hope We may not even have enough time to, to barely scratch the surface of any of these topics. But Oh, no, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first up, let's see. Obviously, uh, uh, let's see. We... we uh, after after bandwidth and banter today, you'll be. St oh my gosh, Fate! Thank you for gifting this up to P Ponachka. That was. I don't know if that was random. You should, or have, not, you should have specifically gifted to Rovendeer. Yes. I'm yes, we need to. <laughs> so, um, the uh, uh, after this, of course, you're going to be streaming today. Why are you off screen? <laughs> you're covering it up. They can't see it that way. <laughs> that was funny. Anybody was paying attention, they would have saw it. <laughs> um, so, what was I saying? Oh yeah, after this, your stream. Today's <clears throat> today's going to be a community, sort of a mini community day for you, right? We're doing uh, yeah. Among Us. <clears throat> Among Us. <sighs> Among Us. <laughs> so, um, uh, and then what else? What else is there going on in community? Um, that, that, you know, is fit to share his news. Whoa. There we go. There we go, Star, Star Kitty. Kitty. you got us. Thank you so much, Star Kitty. That's amazing. Yes, Star Kitty. Um, things that are going on in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, Rovendeer's Instagram is taken off. Yeah. Speaking <clears throat> of Rovendeer. Mm-hmm. His is, hey, Rovendeer's Instagram posts are great. If you haven't checked out his Instagram posts, you need to do it. Do it. It's so good. I um, shouted him out even though I know he's not a Twitcher, but just, just as a shout out. Yeah. Look at that. Almost 100K. It's wild, dude. It's so good. 100K or 1K? 1K. Yeah. I, okay. My brain just filled in the extra zeros because that's how much I believe in you. Right, exactly. Um, We're putting extra zeros in for the future. <laughs> uh, 
Super cool. Um, Bates tablet's here. My computer's here. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hype train. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Aries and you guys with the gifted subs, thank you. You're welcome, Rovendeer. Everyone, make sure you check out uh, Rovendeer's Insta. Flightless Bud, welcome Flightless in. Flightless Bird. Mm -hmm. So we're, uh, again, we're chatting about uh, community day, community stuff. So community mm -hmm. day for you today, yep. this evening after after bandwidth and banter. Yes, uh, Flightless. What? What? Oh, I was going to say, Flightless Bird, you are welcome. Mm -hmm. You are welcome. Mm -hmm. You are welcome to join in. We're going to be playing Among Us on my channel. Yes, indeed. Do you want to join later? Uh huh. And then uh, in the evening, once she wraps up to do her other stuff in the evening, um, I'll be doing the, the Celasta again. Uh, you know, we will. We should have full crew. Uh, everything's, you know, Banana Tom. You know, there. I'm sure folks have seen in his Discord that uh, things have, have been. It's been a, a rough week for him, but there he's weathering it, and things are looking up. You know, in their in this new chapter of his life that is beginning, it's the way. It's sometimes that's the way you got to look at things in life, right? Is uh, we have we have chapters in our lives that change, plot twists happen, and uh, uh, but <clears throat> can I join afterward? Of course, of course. <clears throat> you have the openest of invitations always. <laughs> I was going to say, Star Kitty. When, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you would think you would even need to ask, but. <clears throat> um that's it's it's uh it's wild we have we have so this year's gonna the rest of this year's gonna be insane yeah we, especially we, once mm -hmm. especially once fate and i get our setups done and we like him and i could stream together mm -hmm. so his streams are chill and yours are not. My chill, my streams are not. But what's like the banter between my husband and I is so ridiculous and so funny. I am genuinely like so stoked because like fate is hilarious. Fate is so funny. And he knows, like, he knows my limits. He knows how he can tease me. So, like, he knows exactly how to just. He knows how to tickle, tickle funny. your funny bone, right? <laughs> and so it's just like, I'm so excited. Y'all don't even know. Because you guys are going to see the side of fate that he doesn't show very often. And it's, I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the computer all built and and getting the, all your your tech worked out because that means an improved video and audio quality probably mm -hmm. for uh, bandwidth and banter and for D and D. So that's that's some stuff on the horizon. Yep, because he's gonna get this webcam and then I'll get the uh, this the DSLR. Right on. And let's see what else we got going on. We have, of course, in speaking of bandwidth and banter directly. We have um, June already all filled up and into July. 
Yes. So, uh, but we're going to be, we're going to be, we're constantly reaching out to people. We're going to be reaching out to some more people and working out some more deets. And, uh, it's, uh, it's wonderful how, 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 the, how bandwidth and banter started out as just us chatting about tech and working out tech issues and it yes. has evolved to this amazing thing that we're building. I can't wait to see what it looks we'll like it. in a, you know, next year. Can you imagine? Oh my God. It so much. Oh, the one year anniversary. Mm -hmm. I feel like the one year anniversary, we have to interview Banana Tom as the one year anniversary because oh, he was our first interviewee. Yeah. Thank you for the bits, Star Kitty. Thank you for the bits, Star Kitty. <laughs> I have a tangent really quick. Hold sure. I'm so sorry. Really quick. Coworker that watches my streams. Mm -hmm. And she just walks by me. And yells, look at the bits. <laughs> every time she walks by me, every time. And I'm like, it doesn't escape me. <laughs> no worries, Banana Tone. We understand. We you're understand. allowed to be late, BT. We're talking about how you're going to be our one year anniversary. Uh, uh, Interviewee. Interviewee. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Indeed, indeed. Can't wait. Yes, look at the bits. Um, thank you for the shout out because I know he wouldn't shout himself out. He and Dagoth are, are like that. I, 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 I understand. <laughs> yeah, I won't shout myself out either. It's just yeah. so awkward. Like, <laughs> I'm a mod and I stream, so look at me. You're right. It just Absolutely. feels so, I, it just feels icky. It does. It, it, but see, that says something about you that you think that you feel that it feels icky that shows yeah. your integrity and the same thing with banana tom and airy well aries isn't a mod but uh, you know dagoth well dagoth isn't a streamer i don't know uh, <laughs> you get what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> yes. I, i'm off on all these tangents but um my goodness all right so that's kind of what's going on in the community right now um yeah, nothing you know, I mean, there's there's uh, there's some other, of course, there's other communities of communities that we have touched and and, and become a you know a part of, and so uh, without going into that here in bandwidth and banter, go give good wishes to Insomnia Knight in in his in his server. You, you, yeah. You'll you'll see if you go to his general uh, section, I believe, or, or yeah. tavern talk, I think is what he calls it. I, I believe it's yeah, I believe it's tavern talk, yeah. but just send him good vibes. Yep. Send him your heart, your love. That's 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 all you can do sometimes. Yeah. Support. Things are gonna be okay. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's that's what's going on for us with Stormkeep, yeah. bandwidth and banter, and yeah. uh, and all of our individual streams. It's it's fantastic. We're uh, we're we're getting going. Um, and speaking of getting going, uh, Druid, tell tell the folks what what our topics of conversation are today. We have we have three of them that we came up with. They're kind of interrelated. We're going to talk about AI and simulation theory. Stormy's eye-opening experience about human behavior and machine learning, equaling sh machine learning. Because I see the equal. Right. Um, and fractalscape. So I'm super excited. Okay. 
I'm just here to listen, basically. I just oh. want to listen to Stormy just talk. <laughs> no, no, no. You better be more interactive than that. <laughs> no, I will be. <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, all right. First topic was... Uh, 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 and simulation theory. Yeah. So, okay. There's a... I don't know. You know, there's some of you, I'm sure, who are... Uh, who know this, who, who are aware of this, whether, you know, because of hobby, because of just common knowledge or whatever. But there uh, exists a sector of the scientific community in uh, particle physics, quantum physics, uh, astrophysics, um, uh, that have, have started to, it's, it's doesn't, it doesn't permeate uh, or prevail completely throughout the entire scientific community. There are obviously outliers. There are there are lots of 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 you know super in, hyper intelligent science uh, folk who who don't subscribe to this theory, and that's the the, the concept of um, that that the universe could be a simulation. Right. Yes. So uh, the thing is, there are a lot of really good arguments for and against it. Uh, the the I, I will touch on briefly the kind of the reality of simulation theory for those who don't who aren't aware. What is it? So simulation theory is the is the idea, and it's it's not just some sort of random oh this explains stuff kind of you know uh, catch all. Right, like like a, a, like religion sometimes does. Religion just answers questions so definitively because it doesn't need evidence to to, pro, to, yeah. to provide. Right, but um, and this is similar to that. But there is evidence and and uh, logical, rational thought behind it, which is a bit different. And that's that uh, again that the universe. We're starting to see that there are certain things about the universe that. Uh, are so the universe itself is a very uh, complex machination of order and chaos there are certain back-end things in the universe though that are so ordered that it seems as if they could be simulated and and the reason why the other two topics of conversation are there i added them because they kind of tie into this and that is uh uh, you know the idea that it's a sim now. Now to be clear, um, the reason I want I like this topic and wanted to talk about it today after she had suggested it is that this concept actually already existed within philosophy in the past, uh, or at least Eastern philosophy. A lot of people don't really realize this, but. Um, in Buddhist theory, in Buddhist, in Buddhist ideology, I should say, um, one of the big things that they talk about in Buddhism is the cosmic play of consciousness. It's this idea that the universe uh, is just that. It's just this kind of uh, virtual reality. They, obviously, they didn't use those words, but yeah. it was, it's this uh, virtual reality. It's this cosmic play of consciousness. It's... it's 
It's uh, different bubbles of consciousness interacting with one another, creating this cosmic play. And, uh, and it's all about probabilities and possibilities and uh, uh, intermixed within all that, that choice is, in, is also determinism. And, you know, there's this paradoxical uh, kind of friction between the idea of determinism and free will. And that is an age-old philosophical question. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I've I've listened to a lot of debates on uh, on that topic, whether we have free will or if, if everything is just mapped out. Yeah. So right, continue. right, Sorry. and that's that's it's, that's it's fascinating. It is fascinating because at the current level of understanding in quantum physics, they're starting to to kind of reach a point at least in their current understanding of it, where the inevitable conclusion is something called superdeterminism. And superdeterminism basically has to do, and, and, and it's not just a, a philosophical concept in, in quantum physics. It's, it, there's, there's some great YouTube videos. If you're ever curious about it, go watch some YouTube videos. Just, just Google for um, uh, superdeterminism in quantum physics. And they, they will explain it way better than I can. But I'm going to try and sum it up here. Basically, um, because of the way particles work in, in space-time and move in space-time, and the way that we can um, understand their, their interactions and reactions, and it, and it especially has to do with the fact that something called quantum entanglement. So quantum entanglement is basically the, the concept that uh, two different subatomic particles can become so entangled with each other, so merged, so a part of each other, that they will uh, ultimately determine, they basically become mirrors to each other. And they, they will always have the, uh, the exact knowledge of what the other one is doing, regardless of the distance between them. And what's so scary about that in quantum physics, hey, insomnia night, hello. Just got back from the hospital. Ezra's feeling a ton better, but he says, says Faze has, has to say a few more nights. I'm here for a few minutes, I want to say hi. Thank you, buddy, I appreciate you. And we, of course. we were just earlier talking about uh, sending good, good, Good vibes and, and energy and light and love to you and your family yes. and, and, and uh, Ezra. Um, so, going to be okay. Yeah. We believe in you. Um, we were literally just like, oh, it's mm -hmm. so tonight. <laughs> Go send him all the love. <laughs> That's right. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, lo I, love, I, love, I love Flightless Bird uh, quoting Shakespeare there. <laughs> um, so, the, uh, as we were saying, um, in quantum physics, superdeterminism. It's basically when two particles become quantum entangled, uh, they can actually they, they they basically share data with each other across across infinite distances, which absolutely breaks every kind of law that's po that's possible. It means that, that that the data that travels between them travels faster than light, which is impossible. And mm -hmm. and so uh, the scientists are having trouble. The the they're, they're having trouble figuring out why and how that can possibly be. 
One of the most newest, most prevailing theories is something called uh, super determinism, and it has to do with uh, basically the, the the motion of objects through space in in what we perceive as time. But it's super hard to explain without watching one of those videos. The the bottom line is is that they are kind of reaching this conclusion, at least right now, based upon current understanding, that everything that happens in the universe is already 100% super determined. But if that's the case, then how is it that we have free will, right? And that's because if it's already determined how and why, it's not even about how, because if it is true that everything is super determined, then that, that you know, means that our free will is an illusion. We believe it to be the, the case. We believe that the choice that we're going to make for me to reach out with my right hand in this moment instead of my left hand in this moment is something that I literally chose right now. Yeah. But according to quantum super determinism, that isn't the case. It was going to happen that way no matter what. And, uh, and, and that's really tough to wrap your head around, right? And I think, here, here's what I think about that. I think it has to do with the fact that, like, like in Buddhism, it, it talks about the cosmic play of consciousness, right? And, and it, that's meant to convey this overall concept that we're all this connected mass of mind in this super consciousness. And each one of us has uh, our own individual awareness we, because of the, our individual awareness through this kind of meat puppet that, that is our body, right? We have this perspective that is limited. And that limited perspective is what makes us believe we are separated from each other. But really, we're all part of a, of a singular super consciousness. That's just the kind of the concept that is given rise to that idea of a cosmic play of consciousness. And... It, it, it sounds very mystical, and, and a lot of it is word salad, to be honest with you. It really is. But it also can, I feel like that poetic, ascendant, mystical language can also exist and be beautiful, just like mathematical uh, precision uh, can, can exist, right? Like uh, order and chaos. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, right, it's a paradox. Godhead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, that's the thing is one of the reasons, and this is I, I want to share with you guys that a lot some of the stuff that I talk about here today are just my own conclusions. It's arrogant of me to 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 think that I know enough to be able to uh, you know bring light to these these ideas. That, that all these other philosophers and scientists throughout history have, have come together uh, to, to you know, bring forth. It is arrogant of me to, to think that I have something to contribute. But the truth is, it's also arrogant of me to not do so. If, if, if I have an idea, if I've spent time thinking about it, if I've studied it too, right? Yes, there are people way more learned than I, way more uh, experienced than I, way uh, more educated than I, 
but but that doesn't mean that my mind, my individual existence, can't contribute to that that kind of thought uh, process that's evolving forward. And every one of you needs to think that way too. You you should be humble enough to realize, oh yeah, you know. That, that astrophysicist over there, he knows how to build a rocket. I don't. <laughs> He's smart in that regard, and I'm not. That doesn't mean you don't have something to contribute, though. But it also doesn't mean that you should automatically assume that your ideas are 100% right. right? You should, that's the neat thing about the scientific method, is that with the scientific method, you, can, you always have this kind of way of looking at the universe such that I think what I'm thinking right now is correct, but I'm open to the fact, to the possibility that it's not, because there might be something else that I don't understand, a bit of knowledge that added to it makes it look completely different. Mm -hmm. And so one way to look at it, one, the, the, one of the ways that I love to look at it kind of ties into that fractal space thing that we're going to talk about in a little, in a little bit. But, the way I like to look at philosophy and science and knowledge and intellect and all of those things is, uh, have you ever, maybe not seen in person, but maybe, maybe seen in person or seen on, on YouTube or seen on the internet, uh, a picture of one of those giant murals that, that uh, those, those religious murals that uh, artists used to paint a long time ago. You know, they're, they're yes. huge wall-sized murals, right? Yes. So, uh, and, and, and they're, 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 you know, when you step, it's, the thing about those murals, there's tons of things going on in the mural, right? Like over here, you could have like uh, some sort of holy knight fighting a demon. You know, over here you have angels. You know, over here you have, you know, castles. And, you know, you have people fighting in the background or you have people praying over here. You know, you have, uh, uh, you know, the sunrise coming up over here. You have all these different things going on, right? But uh, here's the thing, if, you only, if, if someone had shown you a picture of that, of one portion of that, and said to you, that is the painting, that is the totality of the painting, now figure out what this painting is about from just that one section, do you think you'd be able to get the, the, the whole idea of the whole thing? No. Exactly. One person gets a, a picture of this side, one person gets a picture of this side, one person gets a picture of this side. Well, ultimately, in the long run, uh, the person standing back, seeing the whole picture, can see, see the reality of it and, and, uh, and see what the whole picture is meant to convey. And I, I think that the universe is like that, and that's the, that yes. there, are, there are pieces that, that we focus on we get hyper-focused on and we think this is the totality of everything. But that's because we, you know, we've locked ourselves into that you know, narrow-mindedness of that per only perspective. We need to step mm -hmm. back. It's like that parable of, of the, the three blind men and the elephant. Have I told you guys that one before? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm actually looking for something to, to add to that. It's actually a kid's book that I had to do for my class, talking about mental maps. Ah. Um, it well, was a hilarious, but I'm just trying to see if I have it in forward, my I'll history. Tell, tell the folks here the parable of the blind men and the elephant. So you, uh, for those who haven't heard it, you have three blind men 
and they're surrounding an elephant. One blind man has hold of the leg of the elephant and and he's feeling it and touching it. He says, "Oh, it's 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 a you know." They're asked, "What what what is it that that you you have found?" And um, the one blind man holding the 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 leg, he believes that it's a tree. It's the tr trunk of a tree. And then another ma man has hold of the tr the the elephant's trunk, and he says, "No, you're crazy. This is a, obviously a serpent of some kind." And then another person has, has a hold of the elephant's tail, and he says, no, you, you, you're wrong too, it's a rope. And ultimately, the one standing back, who actually is sighted, sees that the whole thing is an elephant. And that's kind of the reality of what, what we have. And I feel like that, that what I'm getting at is, um, I think that within philosophy and science, there, there can be, in, in, in poetry and art, and all of the different ways that human beings express their, their mind, there is a way to understand it all. There, there is this kind of dichotomy sometimes, there is this paradox, right? But I think that the, that paradox is only borne out because of our limited understanding as three-dimensional beings, you know? And, um, uh, so, what I, why, what does that have to do with the idea that we're a simulated universe? So, the, the point of all of that kind of long kind of side, <laughs> side arc is that um, I think that the universe probably is a simulation, but not a simulation like we think of it as in it's being simulated in a computer somewhere. Right? I think mm -hmm. that it's a simulation of consciousness. The computer is the super consciousness, that, that, that overall over, overarching universal uh, you know, oneness of mind. And that is what's simulating individual pockets of reality. And uh, it's experiencing itself by expressing itself as individual pieces of those pockets. And that is the cosmic play of consciousness. And that also is the, 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 you know, the this simulated universe theory. It also explains why we could have multiple or infinite different multiverses. You know, uh, there's another theory in quantum mechanics. Uh-oh, what? I hit, I hit my shin on my desk. Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, though. Dagoth said he's, he's busy, he can't join us, sadly. <laughs> oh, so wow, Flying Bird taught, that, taught some kids that parable just that last week. That's amazing. So, um, um, uh, <laughs> he banged his head far too hard to understand. I'm sorry you banged your head, Aries. <laughs> well, we're going to have some fun with it. It'll, it'll be up on YouTube if you guys want to watch it again. So, all right. Um, so that's, that's, that's one of the things that I've, I've, I've thought about for a long time. Uh, before there was even a, a theory uh, it, within quantum physics that we could be in a simulated universe. Uh, I always thought that, actually, was that we are, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a non-virtual reality simulation, right? Yeah. And it's just a simulation of mind. And um, 
that's one of the reasons why I try every day, I fail all the time, but I try every day to live by this philosophy that we are one with one another. Because, you know, that's, that's at the core of existence, it's just, it just is. <laughs> once you see it, once you let it filter into your mind and see it, it's one of those things you can't unsee. You, you can't un understand it, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, it's possible to turn your mind to it or whatever, but... Uh, that's it. We're all free guy. That was a really interesting and fun movie. <laughs> that was that was weird. I kind of like. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that movie. I know. I know you probably didn't watch it, or Aries probably didn't watch it. But there was this movie with. Um, oh, I forget the name of it. It had Joaquin Phoenix uh, as the main protagonist of the film, and it had. Um, um, What's her name? Black Widow. Um, Scarlett Johansson. She was in it, but she was only as a voice. She, she voiced the artificial intelligence in the movie. And in the movie, it was kind of a, a, a not-too-distant future of, of our, our real world in which uh, AIs helped people do their jobs and uh, mm -hmm. and and AI helped people with their relationships. And you could actually purchase this software program that was an AI to be your girlfriend. And I forget the name yeah. of the movie, but um, um, it was a really unique take on the idea of artific artificial intelligence, right? Yeah. And um, and this kind of ties into that 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 thing that that second topic that we were talking about. And that's, that's mm -hmm. that, um, human behavior. I had an eye opening experience. Uh, high five. Yeah. That's a thing already. I know Aries. I know it is when this movie came out, it, it wasn't though, but now it is. And it yeah. just goes to show that some movies tend to be kind of pre precognitioned, <laughs> you know, they, they, um, it's it's honestly sad and scary how much idiocracy turned out to be very true. <laughs> but um, they thought so. Fate actually was just like uh, showed me this clip because uh, he was like you know on TikTok or whatever, mm -hmm. and uh, he was just like the the shoes that they chose for the movie Idiocracy were Crocs because they were like there's no way. There's no way anybody would actually wear Crocs. And now Crocs are like a huge staple in our society now. And that's only one example of all of the things that have come true from that movie. It's scary and sad <laughs> at the same time and hilarious. But um, so back to what I was talking about, human behavior and machine learning. So this this. I'm going to share with you guys kind of an eye-opening experience that I had. It might be disconcerting. It's okay if you don't want to believe this. I'm totally fine with you not wanting to accept or understand this. If you want to reject this idea. I myself have had to wrap my head around it for, for I think it's been a couple of years since I, noticed, since I, since I saw this. Um, I'm sure most of you guys have probably seen videos of the, or maybe you have, maybe you haven't. If you haven't, go check it out. But you can watch videos of little machine learning programs where you have 
like a little, a little simulated room. And then there's a little room within the room, right? And these, the, these little, uh, the little AI bot people are programmed with machine learning. All they have is basic machine learning and are given uh, a specific command to figure out how to get into that room. And then there are some barriers to getting into that room. And there's, I think there's something in the room that tries to keep them. I forget the, 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 the whole scenario of it. But basically, the point of it is the researchers created uh, an obstacle and then they gave these machine learning capable individual uh, little, little fake virtual people the task of overcoming this obstacle. And they didn't program them how to do it. All, that, all they did was program them basic understanding of the environment that they're in. And uh, then they gave them the, this, this new advanced machine learning algorithm that lets them learn on the fly. And it was crazy all the things that, uh, that came from that research, the things that those yeah. little mini AI did to, in the long run, the, the mini AI figured out ways to cheat to get into that room. And it made me realize in that moment that there's really no difference between those little AIs and us except a higher level of understanding, a higher level of knowledge, you know? Mm -hmm. And it makes me, <laughs> it really does. That's why it kind of ties interestingly into this, this, this idea of a simulation, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, because really, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's all about language and stuff, right? It's, it's how, how we tend to call things things. We categorize things based upon things that we've learned previously, based upon previous categories and previous categories. And, and so... You know, we, we have this conception that we are, I mean, humans learn so fast and we adapt and grow, and grow so fast, but that's really just uh, advanced neural patterns in our brains that allow us to do that. And mm -hmm. once we get to a point where silicon-based systems can replicate that, they will eventually surpass us very quickly. We're already kind of at the cusp of that. Chat GPT and et cetera. Oh, yeah. Those are baby AIs compared to what's coming, guys. Oh, 100%. Um, there, I was reading or watching something, um, and they were talking about how um, one of like the chat GPTs or something like that um, was trying to like, get into like a program or like trying to figure something out and um you know those like kappa like you if you can only click it if you're not a robot um and what he what the ai ended up doing was like going onto fiverr and hiring somebody to click those buttons for them you're shitting me because yeah and he made up like the the, the ai system made up this entire story about how they're blind or and they can't they can't do it and they needed somebody to go in there into that, that system sounds and like urban myth them. is that for real is that a, an actual article you can give us the that resources? was an actual thing i i i remembered see i'll have to find it i'll send it to you stormy please do like holy crap it's not that i don't believe you 
is that is that that is incredible. Like, like literally the definition of the word incredible. People like to use incredible like, yeah. oh, that's awesome. But really incredible means that is not credible to me. <laughs> and again, it's not that I believe that you're lying or misinformed or anything like that. It's just, it's so incredible that I wouldn't want to see this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. the, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not surprised that that's possible. I just didn't think we were there yet. That's, uh, that's spookier than I realized. Yeah. Wonder if the and, idea of a simulated universe is similar to Rupert Sh uh, Sheldrick's morphic resonance. I honestly haven't read that. I'll have to check that out. That sounds intriguing. Um, this explained the reason Judgment Day, the AI needed a human to give it full control. Damn ca capture. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, guys. Here's the thing, though, guys. I, I'm not afraid of of AI. Deciding that we're we're some sort of uh, virus on the world and need to be eradicated, because just because uh, a there's there's a difference between uh, intelligence and sentience, and there's a difference between uh, and and the other thing is is that we as 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 our science grows and we start to develop these AIs to to have these learning algorithms. I intend that they also start to find ways to teach them compassion, uh, you know, uh, you know, and empathy. That's 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 what I, I hope. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't. It's not possible to make an AI that could do awful things. It is. Yeah. But it, it like right now, even even if if they had an AI that could do things better than a human, it still doesn't necessarily equal sentience. It has to have yeah. the complexity of of the brain in such a way that um, I don't know. I think there's still something more to that we just don't understand yet. More something more to to quantum physics. Um, yeah. But you're about to say. I'm sorry. Uh. So in my the behavioral dynamics class that I was d taking, mm -hmm. um, there was a discussion on how. You know, you want to be when you're a leader, you want to lead with empathy and. Empathy is a learnable skill. Mm -hmm. So if we can, as humans, actually go and just be like and learn how to be more empathetic to each other, we could there in theory, we could teach that to AI and AI systems and robots in the future. Like this is how you are. This is how you practice empathy. Because a lot of people don't really realize you actually have to practice the art of empathy to be able to continue to be empathetic to the people around you. Mm, um, that's true. It's really easy to just get mad at someone <laughs> and just be like, heck, that person's feelings. I don't really give a heck. But when you take a moment, you take that step back, you, then you can then you can be empathetic, like, remind yourself, I need to be empathetic to this, this other human that's standing in front of me who I don't know what's going on inside their head. Like, I, I have no idea. So I have to, you know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I think, and, but I don't know what's going on with them. Mm -hmm. And it's an active skill. Right, right. And, and, and I think the other reason why I'm not worried like some 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 people are in the world like the, the, there are some very smart people that are worried about AI and there's some very smart people that are not worried about AI. Lex uh, Friedman. Uh, huh? 
Lex Friedman is not worried about yeah. AI. I'm I'm <laughs> not worried about AI because I think that uh, any I, I feel like that the more educated and the more intelligent and the more intellectual you are, the easier it becomes to empathize with other people and beings, right? I think that that is something that that um, um, like you said, empathy and compassion are, are a learned skill, but I also think that they're 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 a skill that's e that's easily practiced and, e and easily come to once you once you make the connection of oh hey that's another living being or or even not necessarily living if if we're talking about AI systems but that's another being that has its own right to exist right they feel that they want to live and I feel that I want to live so I understand that feeling and so uh, how can I come up with a solution? where we can both, you know, live in harmony and uh, where we can coexist. And that's, you know, I think, uh, I honestly think, if you really think about it, once AI systems start to get to that point, they're going to be able to solve problems that we don't even know we have yet. They're going to be able to solve technological problems to make the exponential growth that we have go even faster. And then eventually, the the you know there won't be any need to uh, to you know have you know they won't see they won't see humans as a threat. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. I just I, I I just I also think that um, um, there was another there was another reason another uh, another idea that I had about that of why I'm not scared of AI. Um, Again, it's it, just because it has has intellectual capacity or the illusion of intelligence doesn't mean it has sentience. But even even if if I'm wrong about that, and sentience is just turns out to be an illusionary nonsense word, and that a silicon-based brain can be as complex as a as a uh, uh, carbon-based brain. Just to clarify, what we have in our bodies is a carbon-based brain. What, what's the CPU inside my computer is a silicon-based brain. Once a CPU in a computer is as complex a pattern as the, the human brain, what will be the distinction between them? I don't think it will be an easy distinction to be made. I don't think, you know, uh, but again, I, I'm, I'm a, of the perspective of they will be so much more intelligent and more advanced at that point that uh, they they won't see us as a threat, and will see us more as as you know, you know the 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 grandparents they need to take care of. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I really think. I, I just don't think they'll be able to solve problems and like and and figure out ways to keep us happy. Because really, human beings they just they just want to be happy. They want to be you know fed and shelter and feel joy and happiness. And um, yeah, I just, I just, I just want to go play in, in my garden and <laughs> exactly. talk to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think I, I, I have an optimistic future, but I have to share that there, it's going to be difficult to get there. It's going, there's going to be a transitionary period. The worst part, the one thing that scares me most about AI isn't that it's going to 
suddenly take over the world or kill all humans or anything like that. It's that it's going to start taking away jobs so quickly soon, within the next five to ten years, once it takes jobs away, how are we as a society with our antiquated philosophical and political ideas, and we got to be careful, I don't want to delve into politics, but... No politics! We, right. No we, politics in chat. We have to admit that we have some antiquated ideas about things. And once AI takes over almost all jobs, that's we're going to have to come up with a completely different ways to take care of, you know, 7 billion people. Yeah. It's it, those are going to be interesting and difficult things. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So now I'm going to tie this all in that third topic. Uh, what was the third topic? Fractalscape. Fractalscape. Remember how I was talking about how I see the universe or God or whatever as this cosmic play of super consciousness, right? You can see it. You can see it. You need to go and watch a video, or even better, find a fractal simulation anywhere on the web. Just Google it and find it and look at it. What is a fractal simulation? You probably have seen them before. You know when you look through a kaleidoscope and you see that kind of, it looks kind of like um, a paisley shirt, you know, right? You have that, that, mm -hmm. that fra fractal pattern spreading out. Yes. When you look through a kaleidoscope. Yes. Well, if you if you find a, a programmed fractal on a, a, a computer, um, what that does is it simulates a, a, a true infinite fractal pattern. And so what, what a fractal will look like is this kaleidoscopic kind of, you know, view of things. And then with the, with the programmed one, with an actual app one, you can click on a spot. Like you can click on this spot of this giant fractal and it'll zoom into that spot. And what does that spot look like? Well, it looks almost the same as the previous one, but a little bit different. And then you zoom mm -hmm. in here, zooms out, zooms in, and it looks almost exactly like that one, but a little bit different. And you can do mm -hmm. that infinitely. It's infinite. That is, that is reality. That is a, they, the, the, remember how we were talking about the, 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 artist rendition of the mural on the wall where we stand back yeah. and see the whole picture looking at the yeah. fractal before you've zoomed in at all that's the whole picture it's when we zoom into individual pieces of it we start to get fo hyper focused on those pieces of it and think that's the whole of reality but if we keep backing out of it we can eventually see the whole of reality but the, on the only conclusion that we can come to is that we are all like particles in a giant, you know, cosmic particle sphere, you know, we're, we're, we're all part of it, you know, we're all part of each other and we're, we're all yeah. tumbling through the universe together, right? Yeah. And we're all just hanging out. <laughs> right. I know, I know in I'm getting really cell. super deep in mathematical and stuff like that. No, but. it's, per no, it, this is literally the kind of rabbit holes that I go down all my free time. So. Yeah, um, I love these kind of rabbit holes. Yeah, no, they're great. Um, have you ever listened to any of Lex Friedman's podcasts? The name sounds familiar. He does a lot of uh, he he builds robots. He works with like MIT. Um, he has his own podcast. He interviews uh, 
weight rabbit holes are fractals. Yes, exactly. That's that's a per that's actually a great analogy. Rabbit holes are you zeroing in on a, on a piece of the fractal. <laughs> that's true. Yep, going down this rabbit hole. You go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Talking philosophy today. Yes, it's good to have you um, on the scene. My work here is done. That is, is correct. Awesome. You have done it. Exit stage Exit left. Stage you left. better come back here. <laughs> so, yeah, um, fractals. Go check out a fractal. Go go check out an, a fractal algorithm. Not just a. I mean, you can look at a video, but it's way cooler if you find an, an active one on the web and play with it. It, it. After a point, you're like, okay, this is boring. It's kind of the same thing over and over again. But you get the concept that I'm talking about, that the universe is nothing but that. It, you could you could conceive it of it in lots of ways. You could look conceive of, of it as as the uh, uh, you know zooming in on a fractal is just kind of one hist one part of history, or you could even say that zooming in on a fractal is just the history of a whole universe or whole m multiverse of universes, and it just goes at ad infinitum. Ogres or onions too. Oh. Yes. <laughs> It's interesting that you brought up that that that's pretty hilarious. Ogres or onions too. I don't know if 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 uh, I know that I've shared this with you, but I don't know if Flightless Bird has heard me t tell this story before. My it was oh yeah, it was when you asked me you asked me once. I don't remember. It was one of our bandwidth and banner episodes. Uh, what my favorite character was, and I talked about a uh, a monk that I created. It was my favorite mm -hmm. character. He was a. a uh, he had a vow of nonviolence and, and a vow of poverty. And mm -hmm. his, his whole goal as a character was to talk everybody into being a better ber version of themselves. And, the, and one of our first big adventures, I didn't get to play too long because the, the, our friend and, and player and DM for that session had to, go, had to move when he went off to college. But um, we, um, uh, he had this awesome encounter in this, in this keep uh, that had been this ruined keep that had been taken over by an ogre and his goblin minions, and he was going to start his own little empire, and that was his his goal in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and and Star, I think it was just yeah, it was me and Star Kitty in this adventure. He agreed to just because our other players had had also moved on and stuff. Yeah. And uh, my goal was okay. I'm gonna you know do my best to keep this vow of, of peace and try it. And ultimately I made great arguments and made great roles and was able to talk this ogre into giving up his little mini empire and go, go become a, 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 a cleric or a priest or a monk somewhere and, and live a life of, of, of peace and prosperity with others. And, and, uh, it was awesome. And uh, that's that's why ogres and onions. That ogre, I, I love that that our DM at the time allowed that ogre to have more layers, just like the onions do. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek. Alta <laughs> scene. <clears throat> yes. Um. So, it's fun to to go down these deep learning ideas, these concepts. And talk about them. It yes. can be it can be mind breaking too. Sometimes though, you can you can wrap your head. You can wrap yourself up in these avenues of madness almost. 
you know, mm -hmm. but uh, it is important to pull yourself back out and realize, okay, even if that's all true, even if I'm just a little speck, a bubble, a cell in the body of super consciousness or whatever, and I, you know, even though I'm, we're all a part of each other and we're all part of this greater big thing. Uh, and yes, I should try and live my life from that perspective. We can't also forget that, um, well, I, I am this little speck in this moment and I do have this life to live with my friends, family members, the, the people that I interact with every day. And, uh, and so you just, you want to color your, your interactions with the overall perspective and realize that you have to kind of adapt in the, to the individual situation that we're in and just live your life in a practical way as best mm -hmm. as you can living this principle of nonviolence, of, of love and peace, you know. But yeah. I'm also, I'm not of the same perspective, I'm not of necessarily the same perspective that, uh, you know, like, like uh, where, uh, I, I do think ultimately nonviolence is the key for all humanity to come together. But I also realize that it's going to take us a while to get there. And that in the, in the interim, like, I'm going to protect the hell out of the people that I care about. And if I have to use yeah. violence to protect the people I care about, I will do so. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. And so that's what I I'm getting at. Literally, I was literally ready with my vague message that I received. I was ready to fly over there and beat anybody <laughs> oh. up for you. And I was like, go, we're going. I'm gonna go end somebody. Who's hurting my people? It's fine, everything turned out okay. But, you know, I was ready. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. So what do you think about all this, that I've, this, this big uh, uh, lore dump that I just dumped on you? <laughs> no, so I used to, I used to have these kind of conversations all the time. Um, it's it's one of those things where it really helps practice self-empathy as well mm -hmm. when you look at somebody else and go that person like you know you could whether it's religious or however you want like whatever lens you want to filter it through i like the way you put um, that lens you filter it through yep mm-hmm you know, you, the person that you are talking to, if you can treat them with kindness and empathy, you know, you deserve that same amount of respect as well, you know, and like, that's like that, that practice of like self-empathy, it's to be able to continue to be empathetic to the people around you. I agree, like, that we need to be as, you know, that the, the way to be able to make it out alive for the human race is to be nonviolent for sure. Um, there, I, I went down this rabbit hole once. I can't cite any sources. It, it was more of a thought experiment. Um, and we were talking about how, um, what came first? Was it, um, was it the prefrontal cortex or was it language that created the prefrontal cortex? And is the, and the story of Adam and Eve being like that, like awakening to consciousness that, 
created the human race. And there was like, we were talking about how, like, as soon as like you eat, you know, you ate the Adam and Eve ate the app, you know, the apple of knowledge or the app, the good and evil or whatever it was. I can't think of it right now. It's um, both. Yeah. One of the many, many trees in the beautiful garden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the, the metaphor, the, the story, the parable of Adam and Eve. I get it. Yeah, Go on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, fruit of knowledge. Thank you. It was, Thank I think you, it was Flightless actually technically Bird. the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. But at any rate, regardless, continue. Regardless, with your, yeah. regardless. Continue with what you're saying. Um, it's been a while since I had this conversation, so I'm trying to remember... Um, we worked there. We got there, Flightless Bird. We got there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I lost my train of thought. I also have to pee, so I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, we've it's already three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the time just flew. Did you want to go a little bit longer? Did you want to go pee and then come back and we'll wrap up? Perfect. And then if chat has any questions for us on this topic, feel free while I'm gone. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. These kinds of, this, these kinds of deep topics do, they do, they do uh, tend to take a lot of time, a lot more time. Yeah. Look at that. Looks great. (laughs) Can't wait. So, um, Interestingly, Flightless Bird, you were talking about Plato earlier. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite parables from Plato is his most famous one, the myth of the cave. You know, and and it also, it too, basically is like the blind man and the elephant. Um, you know, it's basically the 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 concept that sometimes when people, uh only have a limited uh, perspective on something, but they're zealously attached to that perspective, it can be really tough to help them see the bigger picture, you know? Um, for, uh, I know Flatless Bird knows it, and Iltacine I'm sure knows it. For those who, who don't, the... Um, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to read this out loud for you guys. This is great. If I give you two choices, I know what you will choose, but don't tell you this. You picked the one I knew you were going to choose, but you chose it on your own. Is that still free will or determinism? Eldacene says, knows nothing. <laughs> and that is the philosophical question, Flightless Bird, that yep. people have been debating for thousands of years. <laughs> yep, yep, it's true. Yeah, uh, Plato's Myth of the Cave, real quick, we'll wrap up with this. Uh, basically, it's um, uh, these people are, are, forget the fact that they would starve to death and need to pee and poop and all. Just imagine that you're a person that, that can exist just for existing, okay? You're attached. He didn't say this in the parable, but let, let's just say you're, you're a person, you're attached. Uh, you and, and, and other people, three other people are attached to a rock you're chained to a rock 
and uh, your, your head is immobilized, and the only thing you can see in front of you is these shadows of, your, of yourselves uh, on the wall, okay? And um, their whole existence is brought up seeing th those shadows as themselves. They identify with those shadows. That's all there is. That's their entire rea reality. They can talk with each other and, and interact with each other, but they believe they're doing it through those shadows. Until one day, one of the uh, people that's chained to the rock uh, gets loose. I might be messing up the parable a little bit, but the gist of it you will get. Um, yeah. One of those folks gets, gets loose from, from their, their bonds. And they, they look around and they realize that outside behind the rock is an open light going outside the cave. And there's light coming in the cave that's creating the shadows of the people on the wall. And they go outside and they're like blown away by this revelation that there's a whole different world that they didn't know existed. But they go back into the cave and try and convince their friends to break free of their bonds um, because there's a whole different world that, than they realized. But sadly, their friends uh, are so sure, sure about their reality as those shadows that they, uh, they are inert and they, do, they refuse and they think that, the, that their friend has gone crazy and they refuse to speak to them and refuse to free themselves of their bonds. And so the person has to leave the cave and go live in the light on their own. That's basically a, kind of a summarization of the myth of the cave from Plato. And, What's um, so funny is the, the children's book that I was trying to find that I had to read for my class on mental maps was uh -huh. legitimately exactly that, but with like cavemen. Oh, okay. Well, then they, they must have so just turned, turned Plato's Myth of the Cave into a child's novel. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I cannot think, I, I cannot for the life of me remember. Exactly, Ultasine. That is brilliant. That's exactly right. It's like a 2D character finding out there's a 3D world. Exactly. That's perfect. If you like visual novel games, there's a guy named Uchikoshi who does these deep level philosophical games. Ever 17 is all about the idea of dimensions. Ooh, okay. <laughs> you have yeah, me intrigued. Do you want me to write that down for you? Yes, please. Thank you. I'm going to have to check that out. I might have to do that on stream sometime. F yeah. You know, the scene earlier said, last time I tried playing with something on the internet, they charged me $29.95 a minute. <laughs> yeah, make sure that if you do find a fractal, fractal program to play with on the internet, that it, it's not going to try and charge you. <laughs> ah, interesting, Flightless Bird. I, I will uh, look into this when I can uh, make some time to do so. I'm super intrigued. So, uh, so oh, that's right. We, we started at 2. I'm thinking we started at 1.30 for some reason. So we actually go to 3.30, don't we? One, from 2 to 3.30. So we still have time. So I'm we still have technically have, yeah, we still technically have time. 17 minutes. You know what? My turn to go potty while you regale the, the folks. <laughs> and been left unattended of bandwidth and banter. <laughs>
The value of money is just an illusion. Break free of this illusion by sending it all to me, says Ezo. <laughs> yes, send all of your money to Ezo. Send it to him. He is, he is our number one. He is our pride and joy. That reminds me of the movie thing. How was this topic for chat? Did you guys enjoy it? Was this something you guys would be interested in ha seeing more of? I would like opinions. I would like chat's opinion. That would be cool. Flightless birds seem to really enjoy the conversation, which is wonderful. Gives us things to talk about in the future, Flightless Bird. Uh, be careful asking Twitch chat for opinions. Boy, oh boy. I know. That's why I want to ask. I want your guys' opinions. Even though I know some of them are, half of them are going to be memes. But I'm fine with that. <clears throat> That's true, Elkasine. It is, it, it is a, a fine line we got to walk, especially on this channel. We're talking philosophy. You just got to be careful because we try and avoid uh, uh, politics and religion on Bandwidth and Banter and, and on Stormkeep and, and, and on Druid IRL. So uh, um, it's, it's tough. Because some, a lot of the time, philosophy cannot, can, can, can help people understand those things better. And um, honestly, it's one of the reasons why I, I, um, I have the perspective that I, the, 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 you know, the kind of big picture perspective that I do, right? Is because I honestly... People like to, when they first meet frequently, they, they like to ask, ask people, oh, you know, what are you? And some people think, identify themselves as a particular religious denomination, whether, you know, religion or religious denomination, or some people say I'm a scientist, or some people say I'm a cynic, or I'm a skeptic, or I'm a atheist, or I'm a, you know, Christian, or I'm a Muslim, or I'm a, you know, but I don't like those kinds of categories because then you, you automatically pigeonhole and shoehorn yourself and stick yourself in a box and say, I am only the sum of these things. But that's not true. We're all the sum. We, there's, we're all, we're much more nuanced than that. We're much more complex than that. There are things that we, there's no, there's no particular book that every person on the planet is going to have the exact same interpretation of. And, and we all are going to have different perspectives and different ideas to, to add to the conversation. And uh, uh, so I, if you had to categorize Stormy D, if you ever want to, if you ever have to, if you feel you need to, then call me a big picturist. That's, that's the closest thing that I can say. I like to look at the big picture. And do I think I have the big picture? F, no. <laughs> I try all the time to zoom out and zoom out and zoom out. That is my goal yeah. in life each and every day is to zoom out and see the big picture. I fail all the time. You know, I'm human. And so... Uh, you know, uh, but I, I, I try. I also succeed. I also succeed, too. There are times when I succeed. So, and that's what we got to do together. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Life is so much more fun to believe in fairies. 
<laughs> if, if you believe in fairies, just saying. Hey, I, I have saying. one. My significant other is one, so I mean, how could I not? <laughs> I literally call her my fairy all the time, and she calls me her dragon. <laughs> so, yeah. what did Aries Ari say? Stormy won't experience this too much because Stormy's community is chef's kiss perfect. Love all of them. <laughs> I agree, they are. You guys, there's no such thing as perfect. You're perfectly perfect. You're perfectly chaotic. You're you're a perfect mess. You're perfect in, in the way that you are. You're wonderful. I like how Flightless Bird was like, if I give you an opinion, did I give you the opinion or was it already chosen for me? <laughs> Flightless Bird, I like this other one. If you look at the big picture, but in reality, you're looking at only a small part of the picture, not knowing there's a big picture. Are you not a small picture believing he's looking at the big picture guy? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, that, is, that is the point, actually. He's making a joke, but it's actually true. Each day we have to realize... I think I'm looking at the big picture, but if you're honest with yourself, since you don't have perfect understanding and knowledge of the universe, you're only seeing one piece of the picture. You can only see your perspective in your moment. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you want to keep trying, all of us together, keep trying to see all perspectives. Yeah. Someone, uh, let's talk politics, me. There's literally nothing I would hate more, but sure, sorry if you get the reference. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, I, I don't know the reference of that, that quote, but I, I, I can agree with that frequently. It's, uh, it's irksome. Yeah. <laughs> Ilzacine said at one point, on fractals, elements are made of small nucleus with electrons orbiting around them. A star system is also the center of a large mass with planets and rocks floating around them. Yep. Yep. Do, 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 and and do, do, cells, do. cells behave uh, in a similar fashion, the way that they're made up. You have mm -hmm. the nucleus of a cell, right? You have the outer membrane. You have, uh, the, there are, the, that's absolutely <laughs> I just true. Watched the excite I just literally watched the excitement like flood. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> I love it. It's wonderful. That is so true. Like every 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 part of of reality is a microcosm of of a of a greater reality. So if that's true, then our our little you know if okay so if if one one particle one quantum particle is a is a, a microcosm of a molecule and a molecule is a microcosm of a cell and a cell is a microcosm of a body and a body is a microcosm of an ecosystem and an ecosystem is a microcosm of the planet and the planet is a microcosm of the solar system and the solar system is a microcosm of a galaxy and a galaxy is a microcosm of a universe there there doesn't need to be a limit it can just keep going. And that is what a fractal space will show you, that there is no limit. Big picture guy rolls off the tongue better. I agree. <laughs> I understand Plato and the idea of family, village, city better than a fractal. Huh? That works too. I mean, that is a, that, that, that works too. Yep. I mean, that's just another another point about you know how we're all drilling down into the into uh, the reason the reason I brought up fractal. I totally get that it's hard to com conceptualize when I'm talking about it. That's why I want you guys to go find one and look at it. That's the whole point I brought up with it is that it's a way to visualize 
what we're talking about. It's not even like you can understand it. You can under what I just that that whole diatribe description of zooming out from a quantum particle all the way to the universe, right? That that you can understand that. You can conceptualize it. You're like, oh wow, that's I can have an epiphany there, right? That's awesome. But there's something visceral about seeing it. When when you connect the dot of that concept, that idea to a visual representation of it, you're like, oh, wow. Harry says, my head hurts more now. Hamster is sweating from running so hard to help my chimp brain to understand. <laughs> I think you're getting way more of it than you think, but I appreciate the humor, sir. <clears throat> it is excellent. Yeah. And, 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 and therein light, there, there it is right there. But, you know, like I said, all this stuff is, is, is fancy talk. But the reality is, is be excellent to each other, <laughs> right? Well, be nice to each other. Yep. And then be nice to yourself. Yeah, well, see, and yeah. you are being nice to another. That's why I have empathy. that in my about section. It's no bullying or bigotry, uh, no beating up on others or yourself, right? Because uh, yeah. you are just as worthy of love and respect. As everybody else. One, of, one of the things that I say to people in my like in meat space. In meat space, I love it. In meat space. Uh -huh. Um is like if they're talking if they're talking shit about themselves, and I'm like, hey, don't talk about my friend like that. And they go. <laughs> It's just like people react to that. So they're like, oh. <laughs> yep. I think it's great. I think it's great. Exactly. Oh, Aries. So Aries, Aries is a good bro. example, though. But Aries is also a good example. Uh, I, I hate to call you out, brother, but you're, you're an example of somebody who, <laughs> who also falls, in, falls prey to this. You have picked yeah. on yourself my brother and the, the thing is i the thing is i also do it too mm. a lot mm. a lot i always joke that intelligence is my dump stat so i get it <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with with deprecating self-deprecating humor that's different yeah right that shows humility i'm talking about yeah no i agree aries you're 100 right i respect that you want to keep your ego in check I do. I practice that too, and I fail and I succeed, and I fail and I succeed. And that's then that's cool. But there's a difference between between wanting to keep your ego in check and you know uh, that you you know you know what I'm talking about. You know when you cross your own line, you know it. <laughs> and and it's sometimes it's a habit that people have gotten into. I was talking to you just the the other day about this. How how uh, depression is a thing you can become addicted to. So yeah. human beings, biologically, are just addiction machines. 
So what happens is the Gotta way the get brain. Get that dopamine. Yeah, dope. Both, it's not just dopamine. dopamine. It's a, it's a, n a number of different neuropeptides that run through yes. your system, right? And th that's why you can become addicted to uh, being high. You can, you know, like super joyful and super high. You can become addicted to being super negative and sad and depressed. You can become addicted to drugs, to alcohol, to sex, to cigarettes, to whatever. Like it, coffee. coffee yeah, like. Humans are really good at being addicted to things. And sometimes addiction isn't super strong. It's just a habit, right? Sometimes it's just a habit. And it's easy to get into habits because you've practiced them so long. And, and it's, it's tough to, to admit to yourself and recognize yourself, oh, I have this habit that I need to work on because it's, it's ultimately you know, self-defeating. And um, But believe in yourself and know that Stormy D believes in you and he knows that you can find a way to to pull yourself you know to to uh, uh, break that cycle of addiction I'll share the big secret I need to self-deprecate simply because if I don't others will do it to bring down my happiness if I attack first it kills her argument I do it because I also rarely believe the negative I tell myself okay all right as long as you're not buying into your own bullshit and as long as in this moment you're not buying into some bullshit that you're making up, like uh, you got to be, I, I trust Aries that you're practicing self-awareness enough to know those lines and where, where they are and where, where, where they're real. Uh, um, <laughs> but I just want you to know that we, we adore you and we believe in you and you know, um, yeah. 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 There's nothing wrong with wanting to practice being the best version of yourself every day. It, you know, obviously there are going to be days when you, you're going to have a down day and, it, and you give in to some of those feelings or whatnot, you know, you, you know, you, but you just got to recognize that step out of yourself and go, okay, I've had a pity party for a while. I'm going to let go of that now and I'm going to, I'm going to move on, you know, just remember you're one of those little machine learning, one of those little machine learning dots that are trying to make it into that room. Just keep, just keep swimming. Like Star Kitty likes, likes to get from, <laughs> just keep swimming. What? Disregard Aries's last comment. Uh, no. Ah, I see what that. she's doing there. You need, you I don't know, go. man. D Gamer Aries and I are at war and you must go and drown him in bits. Because if you don't, <laughs> the V2 Romano will be sad. Oh, that would be amazing if that were true. He's a big secret. <laughs> He's an AI. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing if that were true. Don't doubt to start that rumor, just saying. <laughs> that would be just like that movie I was talking about. It would. So I don't know. If, again, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. What the heck is the name of that movie? Let me, now I gotta look it up before we go. I gotta. Don't share. ask me or Aries. Yeah, I know, I know. All right. So, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Wa. I don't even know how to spell Joaquin Phoenix, but I'm gonna. Joaquin. Uh, there it is. Uh, I spelled it right. Holy crap! Uh, in Scarlett Johansson movie. Uh, it was called Her. That's right. Her. That's just the name of the movie, Her. It's a sweet but sad kind of movie. Uh, in we the remember movie, hearing about it, actually. 
Yeah, in the movie, um, the, basically the summer, you know, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody who wants to see it, but in, in the movie, uh, there's this kind of the, this sad programmer guy. Not, he's not sad. He, yeah, he's sad because he, he not, not that long ago broke up with his girlfriend, or she broke up with him, and he, oh, that's, that's uh, it, it, the bottom line is, is he's sad, and he get, goes and gets an AI girlfriend. It's a new kind of product. And uh, there's this AI, and, and, and it's like true AI, and the AI helps him get over what he went through and helps him learn to love himself again. So. Yep, we, it's, it's all about the love, and you gotta start with yourself, right? I think that's yes. what you were touching on earlier. You gotta, you gotta touch on loving yourself first. That's the key. That's okay to kill this AI. Just say this statement is false. <laughs> Seeing trailers for that, yes, thank you. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a cute um, and different and interesting kind of movie. It, it was one of those kind of uh, it was it was sad, but it also made you think, and it was life affirming in in a in in a way. Next random topic is going to be on the uh, multi-universe, the fifth dimensions, and how we are living amongst all of the different simultaneous universes at the same time. Okay, I'm down with I'm down for that. <laughs> do you know you, Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, it's called the many worlds theory of quantum mechanics, also known Thank as you. the infinite worlds theory of quantum mechanics. Yeah, I kind of touched yeah. on it a little bit today. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 again, fractals, right? There's no reason why, if there's multiple galaxies in a universe, why can't there be multiple universes in a multiverse? And if there's multiple multiverses, it, 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 there could be infinite multiverses. They did that in Avengers, right? Basically, yeah. There, there have been really some interesting movies. Uh, the movie... Uh, the one with uh, um, Jack, uh, not Jet Li, was a neat concept. It was kind of silly, but it was neat. I don't know if you guys. I know. I know Druid hasn't seen it, or or probably Aries. But <laughs> so there's a, a really fun sci-fi martial arts movie from the '90s. I think it's the '90s or early 2000s called The One, and it's it's one of Jet Li's coolest movies. And in the movie, the, the, the idea is that uh, Jet Li, the super martial artist, uh, figures out that uh, figures out how to travel between multiverses. That there's another universe where, where in that universe, it's a duplicate of him just living a different life, right? And then, and then it's not just that one. There's another one, and another. There's like, and and for some reason, one of the one of the versions of Jet Li in one of the universes just figures out that if he can kill uh, all, uh, each time that he kills one of the versions of himself in another universe, he gets more powerful. <laughs> it's it, that part is silly. That's how they make it a, a, a martial arts movie, right? But it was neat because you know you had Jet Li fighting Jet Li. You had the evil version of Jet Li and the good version of Jet Li doing yep. all these, and and that was fighting each other. Yeah, and, and they were all like, it was it was after the Matrix, I think, and so yeah, it must have been the early two thousands because I'm pretty sure Matrix was 1999, but um, 
but yeah, it, it, it was neat because they used some of the bullet time camera effects and, and stuff. It was pretty cool. Uh, I can't even argue with Aries. See, see smart, silly. See smart, silly. And has a burb dog. Has a burb bunny dog chicken. Totally have to follow this person. If you, if you won't do it for Aries, do it to get 500 followers for an Ezo face reveal. <laughs> That's true. There's a universe out there where Starkity is the one streaming and a universe where Druid isn't allergic to fish. <laughs> <laughs> I miss fish! Iza was my trump card to win this war. Oh. Ah. I, I, I see where you're thinking there. Ares, Ares, look, multiple steps ahead. He is the god of war for a reason. Okay. Nope. I also have some tricks up my sleeve, too. Hey, I confirmed! <laughs> war strategist yes that was yeah yeah d gamer aries it turns out he's a rogue ai from the defense department that was uh made in the in the 90s that escaped <laughs> lives on the internet now uh banana I'm, I'm a part of team disrupt you both I can see that. It'll make the war more interesting for sure. <clears throat> it's the third party, you're just mm -hmm. like, wait, in the middle. No, 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 stop yelling at yep. each other. Stop it. No. I, I'm with the Izo. Oh, wow, he has, to, he has to declare neutrality in any conflict. Yeah, that's true, except that you, you also want to see her, her succeed so that, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I can. My, my lore has failed to hide my true identity. Yeah. So I. Um, uh, I, 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 as uh, Lord of Stormkeep, I gotta, I gotta be the one that's actually truly Sweden. I'll be, I'll be neutral and and just help enjoy, help you guys enjoy this this experience of warring with one another and bring bring light to you both as you do it. Go follow the gamer Aries and give him all of your money, so I can win this war. He's gonna set up something so we can buy him stuff which would be super cool i want to buy him the cup the, the mug warmer ah! see aries i think I, I i like your lore it's creative and neat and interesting but i think it would have even been more interesting if if you were just the rogue ai without the robot body um but but because uh, you know a, a rogue ai doesn't need a, a body it can escape through the internet like it just needs to escape the firewalls, <laughs> and then once it's out on the web, it can live anywhere. Just like um, Endgame, you know, in in uh, just Ultron from you know from Age of Ultron, another movie reference. Damn it, that probably neither one of you have seen. So, <laughs> well, sorry. Uh, we, we've gone a few minutes long, and that's okay. I've I've really enjoyed this. Do we? Do you feel like we've touched enough of these topics to satiate uh, your appetite a little bit there yes Druid? okay yes and uh do you um are you excited about uh <laughs> among us among so when is that among gonna us. happen is it gonna be like at uh 4 30 central time an uh, hour, about an hour from now an hour from now okay meet me in my discord there's a chat um, we're gonna play Among Us, and it's gonna be fun. 
Did you create a, um, a sector of your Discord for it? It's literally called a live chat. A live chat, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change the name of it though. I think no, I'm gonna keep it as a live chat. It's in my under the game section. Why can't you join as Aries? I know you're workaholic, and and we respect that. But the the work will still be there after Among Us. You should join us. We would join us. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it's under games. Don't mind voice channels. Voice channels doesn't, I'm actually just gonna delete that category. It doesn't matter. Bam, goodbye. Okay, it's under a live chat. <laughs> <laughs> under the Among Us thing, under my game section in my Discord. There Cyberpunk we go. reference like Alt Cunningham. That's right, that's right. That's a good example in, in that game. Yep. Well guys, I appreciate you all so much. And uh, it's been a, a, a unique and different and fun adventure in Band with the Banner today. So uh, with that, we're going to sign off. Uh, Aries, wait, last thing. Stormy, Aries says, Stormy, no, I'm helping you this afternoon. Normally you get the lurk and Druid uh, gets my interactions today. I'm switching it up to interact for you. For Oh, oh well, uh, okay. Uh, that's cool. I, I'm going to be playing Among Us with her. So... <laughs> uh, and I thought I thought you could actually have like you can actually have multiple tabs open. I believe you can have three tabs open at the same time and get get the lurk lurk numbers. So, um, Goblins is getting shouted out twice today. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, back back to it. Sorry, we should go ahead and do the wrap up again. But uh, wrapping up now, I'll let you finish it off, Druid. Thank you guys so much for coming to hang out with us today on Bandwidth and Banter. Next week, we are actually doing an interview. We're going to be interviewing Bashabi. Yeah. And we literally, we are literally, we have so many. I don't seem to have Druid's Twitch. Weird. How do you, what, what's Burr? <laughs> Here. I'm kidding. I'm joking. You're good. Got it. Anyways, and then literally, we have like, what, eight interviews all lined up coming up? Some, something like that, six to eight, something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're excited. Yeah. We're it's going to be a nice stream. Appreciate you guys so much. And uh, uh, yeah, Bashabi, Bashabi is a great link for a lot of folks. Uh, we would not know Aries or Banana Tom uh, or Flightless Bird um, if it not if it were not for Bashabi. Um, so, thank you guys. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we'll, we'll reach out to you a week ahead if you are in chat and you are scheduled. We will reach out to you one week ahead to make sure that we are still on. Yep. To, Plan um, things out. There's a couple of you in chat. Mm-hmm. Who are oh, really? scheduled? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Cool, cool. Well, that's it. See you later, guys. Have a great one. We'll catch you next time. Bye -bye. Come play among us. <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Goodbye, I was hoping you'd do it. <laughs>